This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back QL Daily right here on the Back QL Network. Joe O, Joe Jaren Hawks are with you on a Monday as we react to the wildcard weekend across the NFL. Of course, presented by BetMGM. We'll get to the Bucks and the Cowboys Tonight's game in depth, and we'll start looking forward to the division round. We have three matchups we know already. One of them, of course, we don't know, involves the 49ers. They'll be playing Sunday against the winner of tonight's game. But let's talk about that one. We really didn't get into the 49er game that much or the Raven game, so we could dive in here at what we saw this weekend. The 49 I mean, I thought Brock Purdy came out with a lot of nerves. He did not – I mean, he was way overthrowing people that first possession or two. Here's the most impressive part Mm -hmm. about the, the 49ers. It took their quarterback, what, a quarter to get settled in? And they still racked up 41 points. They still ran away. They, how many yards offense did they put up by the end of the game? It was explosive. 500. And that was a quarter of almost nothing for Purdy. And they still got to 500. It was just – that offense, those guys are wide open. And they're really good athletes when they get the ball in space. It is um, – they are impressive to watch. They are on a run right now for two months where they just look unstoppable offensively. Early on, Seattle bet looked good until it didn't, right? The game completely flipped. In the end, you could say, oh, oh, this moment changed everything. But in the end, they had the most yards all weekend. They had the highest yards per play, 7.9 yards per play. All their dynamic players stepped up in addition to Purdy. CMC hit, uh, it was like 119 rushing yards on 15 carries. 119 on 15. Didn't see much from Elijah Mitchell like we were seeing leading into the playoffs. So I found that to be interesting. Um, he did get his opportunities, but uh, the production was not there. Debo, terrific. 103 and a touchdown on only six receptions in that game. Now, I know it was a soft matchup, but hey, it is a defense that's seen you uh, three different times this season. So, I mean, it's funny. The... Uh, there were some people throwing out the idea of Jimmy Garoppolo for Super Bowl MVP. You can't make a change. No, no, you can't. You can't consider it. I don't think at this point, can you do it off a bad half? I'm not sure. Um, Probably not. But what I, what I find interesting, we'll stay on this game and, and we'll get to the division round coming up. But what I find interesting is now how, we, so we have a six winning and how things are now changing in, in the picture and the path of the NFC. All of a sudden, San Francisco is probably going to have a tougher matchup than they expected with the winner of tonight's game. It just got me thinking, I guess the only way you take Jimmy G for Super Bowl MVP is if something happened to Purdy, you take a little flyer and get a good number on it now. But yeah, this guy, he did look nervous in the beginning, but you know, he even admitted it like, the environment guys are talking it's win or go home you know but once he settled in I think he's impressive you know it's awesome to see what he's been able to do 18 of 30 pass attempts career high 332 yards three touchdowns no interceptions a rushing touchdown um 
I love watching this kid play. And he's just got so many weapons, a great head coach. Um, it's a fun team all around. I'm curious what the number will be for Sunday. Uh, obviously, we have the game tonight between the Bucks and the Cowboys. The winner of that game will mm-hmm. go to San Francisco. What are we thinking there? We watched the Bucks go there and get annihilated five weeks ago, six weeks ago. We haven't seen the Cowboys play them yet. It's a short week for either team. Road game, obviously, yeah. uh, again, for either team. In uh, seven and a half, if it's the oh, – you... Oh, boy, you have it higher than me. I don't, I don't have a no, – Bucks at seven and a half, I'd say. Bucks is seven and a half. Oh, Bucks seven and a half? Okay. You think there's a big difference? So the Cowboys look impressive tonight. It would be under a touchdown? Under. Yeah. I mean, it, I guess so because they're the road favorite tonight. Uh, yeah. Minus two and a half. So, hmm. boy, seven and a half for the Bucks. Boy, you're probably right because of where the market rates them. And then, and then you go six on Dallas then? That feels right. That's something like that. Yeah. Those kind of, in that range feels right. Uh, but the way the yeah. Niners are playing, I mean, it's hard to – it's hard not to back them. I mean, I just, I, I'm just envisioning. Okay, Tampa Bay wins at home. They're the underdog, and and Tom Brady has a good game in a win. I just think it'll just be such an overreaction. That number is going to come down a little bit, but we'll, you know, we'll see. Yeah. That being said, I did think early on, and it's happened a couple of games. Purdy is coming close to throwing picks. And he's not yet. I mean, it's going to happen one of these games, right? He's, he's, he's not going to play perfect forever. I wonder when his wonder when his day is where his jittery moments turn into interceptions. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. He's been I feel like we've been saying it for weeks. When's the dude going to turn into a pumpkin? And he doesn't. But if he does, at least they still have Jimmy G there in their back pocket. Well, he's not healthy yet. But, it, yeah, if he's healthy. He's not ready. I mean, he's not ready to yeah. go. Yeah. They, are, are we learning that? Matt Campbell sucked at Iowa State. Because everybody had such high expectations for him. I wasted money on a couple of Heisman bets with him. Uh, It's kind of proven that all of those people were right about this kid. He just needed a really good coach. Now, also, he's in this position. Why is he succeeding to this level? Because everything around him is perfect. He has one of the best play callers, one of the best coaching staffs. There's depth everywhere. One injury is not going to crush this team. So, I mean, yes, I guess that's sort of dinging him in a way, but, hey, it's also it's also complimenting him, what he's done in this position. It's sure. Everybody's waiting for that pretty bad game, and we're still waiting after nearly a couple months. It hasn't happened yet. All right, let's get to one more game that we – it touched on a very little bit in the uh, the first segment there. And that was last night. It finished the first couple days of Wild Card Weekend. Aaron, the Ravens lose 24-17 in Cincinnati. They had that. I mean, they had that. I thought the, the Bengals' offensive line, all the injuries, they couldn't block the Ravens. Their defense was getting a burrow a lot. And I thought Tyler Huntley played, uh, like, he, he did a good job. Like, all things considered, yeah. he threw the pick early. And he's banged up himself, but I was impressed. Like, Tyler Huntley kept them in the game, and, man, that play where he tried to reach it over the goal line, I mean, it's just like one of the biggest swing plays we'll ever see in the playoffs. It's a 14 Oh, my swing. gosh. I mean, what game. are the chances that happens, too? I mean, everyone is just like, wow, wow. Um, I was impressed with Huntley. I mean, it looked kind of rough, you know, <laughs> but it definitely wasn't Lamar. But I, I kept mm-hmm. thinking, like, gosh – what does this do for Lamar if if the Ravens go and win this game, you know, and and Huntley's in here who's banged up, 
But uh, another, we were talking about the Bills and dominating and putting teams away. The Bengals as well. I mean, you let the Ravens hang around and, and who can't even put up more than 17 points. I, I thought the Ravens should have won that game. So I'm a little worried about the Bengals. Um, but... I mean, I don't know. I guess it's they, a win is a win, but I, I was expecting a little bit more from this Bengals team. I didn't think they'd let the Ravens hang around like this. I'm more than a little worried about the Bengals. I think they're done. It's, I'm just waiting on it. I'm waiting on my 25 to one Super Bowl uh, futures. I told you the last couple weeks. I think they're dead. They're dead. They're going to divisional round. Good for them, but um, I, I think they are. They had 234 yards of offense last night. 234. And something we talked about a lot about was the Ravens are great against the run, and the Bengals did not run the ball, only 51 rushing yards on the ground. And that's fine because you've got Burrow and you have that aerial attack. Again, 234 total yards. So, and, and now we've got, at the moment, three starters on that offensive line going into yesterday, last night. You had the right tackle and right guard out, and now Jonah Williams, it looks like he's out. He was on crutches after the game. Maybe we'll get more details later on on that, but yeah. Uh, that that moment, it was before that play, the 98-yard fumble return for a touchdown. Before that play, the live line was Baltimore favored to win the game. Baltimore minus 150 after that play, after that touchdown, Cincinnati minus 800. That was Whoa. it. That, that was it. Whoa. Yeah, I mean – you guys think they were going to win that game? Yeah, I thought the Bengals were. I thought the Ravens were going to win. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned the the uh, Bengals offense. I mean, they in the fourth quarter, they kept giving the ball back to the Ravens. Like they couldn't. They had three chances to put the game away on offense, and they couldn't do it. And the Ravens uh, clock management at the end was bad. I mean, obviously Huntley's not the kind of quarterback you want to throw you yeah. back into the game with a, a minute to go, <laughs> but. I mean, they're lucky. I mean, they are lucky. And and they're going to Buffalo this weekend down three offensive linemen. It's a problem. And Joe Burrow had no time. Mm-hmm. They changed the whole offense. Everything was short. Collinsworth was on it last night. It's like their game is usually down the field. It was like five-yard hitches because, like, they couldn't protect Joe Burrow. It reminded me of last year, but worse. Right? And last yeah. year they played the Titans. Yeah. And this year they got to play Huntley. Like, now they got to go play the Bills without an offensive line. And even, you know, in the offseason, it was kind of like they just put a Band-Aid on their offensive line. Now it's like, okay, you you get this far, you got to fix it. You've got to figure out a way, you know, to get some players, you know, and some depth as well. Well, last year, it, it seemed like more of a talent problem. And then they made a bunch of changes, and it looked like they upgraded. And I think they did, but it took a while. And then, then they started to look better which makes sense. You need more time to gel as an offensive line. But now they're all hurt. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't know that it's their fault, but, I mean, it's, it's the hand they've been dealt and going through those teams. I, I would be surprised. Now, covering the number, that's a different story, and that's what we do, and we'll talk about that every day on the show. But I, because of the, the state of that offensive line for the Bengals, that's why uh, we are way north of a field goal at this point. Yeah, which six weeks ago, if I told – or just when they play in that Monday night game, right, when everything happened to DeMar Hamlin, if I told you – what are we up to now, three and a half, or are we, going, are we at four now? Where are we on this game? I saw, I saw four and a half this morning. 
Wow. If I told you that night when the game was paused, they'll play again in three weeks and it'll be four and a half, you'd say, what? That's a lot. Well, Burrow's and out. They, yeah, right. What happened? Well, they lost three offensive linemen in a span of three weeks. It's, it's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. And as far as the Ravens season goes, I'm in another year where they have a, an outstanding defense. They have a team that, like, it just feels like they're wasting time. What do you guys think? Is Lamar going to be back? I'm starting to feel like no. I don't think so. Mm. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was telling he wasn't with them last night. Just wasn't there. Same. It kind of feels like it's like Harbaugh or him or I I just I just feel like it's he's not going to be back anymore. It's done. When you've got other players on well, the team saying they wished he had, was out there and stuff like that, I, I just don't know if this is injury yeah. related. Yeah. Dob Dobbin stepped out last night and was like if Lamar's on the field, we win. Didn't everybody think that? I know he's stating the obvious, yeah, obviously. But um, but usually stuff that. like that doesn't come out of Ravens locker rooms. You know, it's pretty yeah. buttoned up there. Any locker room, you know, yeah, you don't do that because that's criticizing the player a lot. It, in this situation, it's criticizing the player. So a lot of times injured players don't travel. But So you guys think playoffs, it's different. He should have been there. Yeah, and he's not on crutches, right? Like, he's not, yeah, he can walk. Yeah. Yeah, and he's not a cast. I, I mean, I think it was telling he wasn't there. Uh, we'll talk to Brad Spielberger about this. I, this is going to be maybe the biggest story in the offseason once we get That's there. True. But what if the decision's taken out of his hands and he's tagged? So then what? Tag and trade. Or tagging. <laughs> you're playing, dude. Or your value's going to keep on dropping. Yeah, well, that you could want to happen not too. play for two years? Yeah. That could happen too. Yeah. I just think it, it's it feels it feels awkward. Just the whole thing feels awkward. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's time to turn the page now with the way everything's wow. gone the last couple of weeks. Sad. Like, I don't know if you guys so saw this is... Go ahead, Paul. I was going to say, I say this as someone who just saw Ravens futures die in front of me, was holding two tickets. I, I bet them, I bet both the Ravens and the Chiefs once Josh Allen had the elbow thing. Now, obviously, he's playing through it and he looks okay. The interceptions are there, but those are yeah. my two angles I played. I say this as someone who had Ravens futures tickets. I have no problem with how Lamar is playing this. And I think for himself, he's playing it the ideal way. You want to win, give me that guaranteed money that Deshaun Watson got. If you don't, and you don't care about winning the Super Bowl, okay, fine. I, I've got enough. You're going to tag me again for another, what, 30-something million, and he'll probably have to play again next year. But in this spot, I, and again, I'm assuming the yeah. contract is coming into play here. I honestly, I have a tough time. The, the contracts are so weighted towards the owners and the teams. I, I have a tough time criticizing the guy. It's not the best team mentality, but I get it at least. As far as a yeah, leverage well, play, it's a pretty strong leverage play. I mean, seriously, take your gambling money and give it to them. Like, come on. What do we do? It's yeah, all extra money that they're money. getting. These teams are getting. Right. right. Unless right. they don't want and, to. Unless they don't believe he can stay healthy yeah. enough to lead him to a surplus. Two years in a row, he's not available at the end. Which is fine, These too. Owners, but, hey, yeah. this is your window. You, you're not winning. Yeah. You might have won a game with Tyler Huntley. You're not winning a Super Bowl without me. Right. No, for sure. How, the, how, yeah. the, how, the, how they look at it, under, other owners look at it, the Browns screwed us all with that guaranteed money. I wonder if anybody's going to get that sort of contract again. It does go back to the Watson thing. That, that's why we're here. Yeah. That, that ruined everything for these guys, and they don't want to pay those contracts. Beck you all court next after Wild Card Weekend. <laughs> 